here we are, about to wrap up another year and embark on a new one. Where do you find yourself right now? Are you just talking the talk when it comes to living out your bariatric lifestyle, wishing you could walk the walk? Our focus word for next year is immersion. Immersing yourself in the life you really want after weight loss surgery. Bariatric psychologist Dr. Connie and I are going to help you do just that. Coming up, Dr. Connie joins me to help you immerse yourself into the new year where you truly walk the walk and you don't just talk about it. Stay right where you are. You don't want to miss this discussion. Did you know that ProCare has a multivitamin soft chew that comes in three delicious fruit flavors? With flexible dosing, you can accommodate your whole family's vitamin needs, and it even includes iron. Paired with calcium chews and our protein powder, visit ProCareNow.com and use code SUSAN10 to save 10%. Hi, I'm registered dietitian, nutritionist, Dr. Susan Mitchell, ex-radio dietitian turned podcaster. You're listening to the Bariatric Surgery Success Podcast, episode number 154. Tired of all the hype and confusion when it comes to nutrition, especially bariatric nutrition. Eat this food. No, don't eat that food. Skip certain meals. Go keto. Try this diet to reset your pouch. It's enough to make you say, forget about it. I don't know what to do. Well, I do. I know what to do. It matters where you get your nutrition information. When it comes to your bariatric surgery, nutrition is specific. So let's cut through the hype. Let's get the accurate information you need to know. Simple, actionable, step-by-step strategies that work. I want you to get out there and do the things you want to do. You're in the right place, and I'm really glad you're listening. Share the podcast with someone you feel would benefit. And if you love the podcast, would you please write me a review on Apple Podcasts? Thank you. And by the way, I posted a protein freebie with 10 tips that work every day. But especially as we start a new year and you want to stay on track, you can grab it from my website, breakingdownnutrition.com. Scroll towards the bottom of the homepage and you'll see it. I'll also put the link in the show notes. Well, joining me in the studio is Atlanta-based psychologist, Dr. Connie Stapleton. If you're a regular listener, you know that Dr. Connie is the real deal. When she shows up here, she brings her A-game. She doesn't hold back either with what she thinks, and she shares a fast experience and knowledge in the mental health aspects of bariatrics. You can find links to Dr. Connie's website, as well as her podcast called Barry Aftercare in the show notes. Today, we're preparing for the new year, and we're helping you immerse yourself in the bariatric lifestyle where you truly walk the walk. There is so much more to this journey than just a surgical procedure. We want you to be successful now and long-term. Hi, Dr. Connie. Hello, Dr. Susan. It's so great to be with you again. I know. As we start off a new year, it's very exciting, and I'm pumped for it. How about you? (laughs) I am. And let me tell you something. Your word is my favorite bariatric word of all. I use it it constantly. Yes. I tell people you have to immerse yourself in learning everything you can about how to stay healthy as a bariatric post-op. So I love your word immersion. 
Uh, I do too. And I really, many people hear that word. They also hear talk the talk and walk the walk. I want to really get clear today about what we mean when we say these words. I see examples of just talking the talk on social media all the time where various folks will post pictures of their new body, but behind the scenes, they don't live a bariatric lifestyle at all. They eat poorly and they don't embrace a science smart bariatric way of eating or they promote themselves as living healthy post-op, post-op meaning after their surgery, but they don't take the supplements that their bodies require. There are many more examples, but you get the idea. Talk with no walk, no follow-through. I'm sure you see this in your practice every single day. So what are some of your most common examples of talking the talk, but not immersing yourself and walking the walk? Lord, I tell you, this is such a big issue, and I see it like you do everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. And some some of the examples, one of the biggest ones that I hear the difference between talking the talk and walking the walk is when the post-ops talk about living a life of moderation. But then you see and hear them doing things like going out and getting drunk on the regular. Hey, Susan, do you like my Gen Z? Yeah. <laughs> I see this. <laughs> oh, I'm gosh. It, right? It's Dr. Connie's new speak for the year. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, gosh. But seriously, you know, when you talk about living life in moderation and then you see people excessively drinking or excessively engaging in, in foods that are not on the regular, healthy for a post-op. It kind of makes me a little crazy. I don't like it. Uh, oh, I understand. I mean, and conversely, where we want to go, talking the talk and walking the walk means immersing yourself into a wonderfully, and notice we call it wonderful, not pain in the patootie, wonderfully <laughs> healthy bariatric lifestyles. But let's get clear. It's not about motivation. Motivation wanes day to day, every, even moment to moment, depending on how you feel and your circumstances. Instead of motivation, it takes work, yes, and commitment. But the resulting success that you will see is so worth it. You didn't go th through surgery to stop there. It's an ongoing journey, but you can lose direction if you don't make a decision to be committed. So Dr. Connie, I want to go into key steps, because I think we can talk about mindset and commitment all we want, and they, but they become big terms at some time without some step to step. Here's the next step for you, the next step. Teach us that. Help us with these steps to learn commitment and mindset, especially when it's not something that you're used to doing. Absolutely. And those words do get thrown a lot, thrown around a lot. And they, there's misunderstanding about those and misconception, like you said. You know, so also, like you said, you want to follow through and have this wonderfully healthy bariatric lifestyle, which doesn't mean you say you're doing this, but you don't go to follow up visits. You say you're doing this, but you don't go to the bariatric support meetings. So we got to learn the difference between motivation and focusing and commitment 
to follow through because it's basically the difference about saying you're going to do something and actually doing it. So some key steps to move away from motivation, because motivation, you know, doesn't descend from the heavens. It comes from doing things and focus on mindset or commitment. So how do you learn that when it's not something you're used to do? Let's start by talking about the difference between motivation and commitment, because you got to have both, especially when you're embarking on a new project, whatever it is, and changing your lifestyle for most people is a very new project. So as a post-op, you're working to integrate a lot of new habits. You're immersing yourself into this new way of life. And you can't, you don't have the luxury of taking one thing at a time. You've got to incorporate the protein and you've got to incorporate the water and you've got to incorporate the exercise. So it's taking a lot of things and doing them at the same time. So motivation is what got you to the point of having surgery. Motivation is the same thing that got you started every single time in the past that you started a diet or a new weight loss program. Oh, I so agree with this. Yes. Yeah. It comes from your desire. I want to lose weight. That's my goal. Right. And that's where motivation comes from. I'm going to do something because I want to achieve this goal. Now, commitment is where we get into trouble with these new things, these new habits and sticking with it. And we get into trouble. And this is probably what resulted in the past in your returning to those old habits, which we want to prevent as a post-op. So commitment is the dedication. This is the hard part, friends. It's the dedication to following through. It's the doing of the doing of the behaviors and actions that are required to get what you want. Should we talk and about And honey, don't you think, don't you think often too that you're get very motivated for the surgery. You finally, it's a big decision. You think about it a long time. You make that decision to do it. You're so motivated for this, for that surgery. And it takes a lot to get prepared. But oftentimes I think the one thing that's missing at the, is that there's not enough discussion beforehand about, okay, after the surgery, this is going to be a new life, a lifestyle, a total change. Ways of doing things will change. And then all of a sudden you get there and you go, oh, what do I do now? And there, and it seems overwhelming and stress hits. And guess what? Old habits yep. return. Don't you see that? Absolutely. Especially in the mental health area. I could not agree with you more. There has got to be more information to let people know that, yeah, you're all gung-ho about this and we're gung-ho with you, but you've got to understand that there is a lot of work to be done on the daily after post-op or after you, you, you've had the surgery. The weight maintenance process requires commitment every single day. The motivation to get the surgery is not going to be enough to keep anybody on that healthy lifelong journey. You know, I'm thinking about what you said about it is the daily, what you have to do. And for both of us, because of the kind of work and practice we do, we're used to a tight schedule and we live by that schedule. The time that the computer goes down and you don't have access to the schedule or the calendar, you realize, oh my gosh, I'm so, um, I must have this. It guides my daily life. So I think one point I want to make is it sounds boring 
Okay. It sounds routine. Okay. But having a schedule, a calendar, if you will, it's okay to go in there and mark tomorrow morning at 10 o'clock. I do this at 11 o'clock. I do this. It's the same as this. We're saying, I see this patient. I have this interview. I do this. It's the same type of thing, but filling those slots with the things that are immersing your lifestyle. Wouldn't you say using that calendar? That's a great, great analogy. And absolutely, I would get nothing done without my calendar. True. I, I depend on mine all the time. And and that's okay. I think that's the point I'm trying to make is that it may sound dull and routine and not very sexy, but it keeps <laughs> you on, on the track of commitment and getting where you want to go. What I've always referred to as 1% to infinity, which means Doing just 1% every single day moves you ahead. Absolutely. I heard a great saying, it's it's practice makes progress, not practice oh, like makes that. perfect. Because I want people to avoid attempting perfection. It's not yeah. healthy. So that Agree. 1% practice makes progress. Oh, I love that. It's like, tell us about uh, learning to play the guitar. I remember you talking a little bit about that. Yeah, it's like if you want to do anything new, learn a new language, learn to play the piano, play the guitar, you got to go to the store and buy yourself the guitar. First of all, you love it. You love how it sounds. Then you got to learn to play it. So you may have innate musical talent, so you teach yourself. Otherwise, you got to watch some videos or take some guitar lessons. So regardless of what you're trying to do, any kind of new project, the motivation is what gets you started, but it is never enough. It's the commitment to practice what you're learning every single day. And you might have to spend some money, right? You've got to follow through with the practice. And that means even when you don't want to. So when I'm hearing you say, it's like talking the talk is the motivation, but then commitment starts you on walking the walk. Is that what you're saying? That's exactly what I'm saying. We're all motivated. I mean, everybody who has weight loss surgery is motivated to lose weight. Not everybody understands, first of all, that there is a huge commitment to doing work every single day. And by the way, that idea of calendar, I love it. Give yourself a permission to be a little on the boring side with this, but lay (laughs) it out, right? Lay it out. This is lay it out. Right? And every time I start with protein. So lay it out. These are my times when I do my daily movement. Lay it out. Put it on your calendar and check it off because that increases your motivation and your commitment to continue following through, seeing that you've done something. You know, I I go so far, I keep a a, a really tight calendar, of course, with work and home so that I can figure out where I'm supposed to be when. But I also do a lot of menu planning every single week. And someone, I know you're going, well, sure you do. You're a dietitian, but you know what? You want to talk about saving time and eating well. When you have a plan, it's same as planning it on that calendar. And you know that, oh, this night I'm at home. So I'm going to cook and I'm going to make enough for the next two nights, or I'm going to make that and snacks for the next three days. You know, then guess what? I've got protein tonight and I've got fruit, whatever, because I already know what I'm doing next week. And I put those items on my grocery list. So an hour spent every, 
you know, weekend or whatever for the next week planning and getting your grocery list together. To me, that's that a part of the commitment that can be so successful because I'm thinking about you saying eat the protein, eat the breakfast, but sometimes it's more than that. It's saying, how am I going to do that? Exactly. And you know, I love what you're saying about taking that time to prep. If you want to make your life easier, do that because then you don't have to go, oh, what am I going to do? And where am I going to get it? And I didn't plan. And now I'm going to drive through. And you avoid that setting yourself up for a, you know, a mind nightmare, but also you maintain that commitment, that follow through by taking that right. little time. Absolutely. My, my daughters with their families are so great at doing that and they live such healthy lifestyles as a result. And there's yeah. no, no craziness like, Oh God, what am I going to feed everybody? Exactly. And, and that is because you put time and effort into the things that matter. So I, I, I know what we're both saying is that immersing yourself in this coming year is what matters. It's about you and your new lifestyle. You've had surgery and now you have this great life ahead of you. We want to encourage you to immerse yourself. And it isn't, if it's not just through my podcast and Dr. Connie's podcast, there are other, there's support groups and coaches and trainers and all kinds of things that you can add on to stay in the ball game every single day, right? For sure. And I, that, and honestly, that's exactly how I talk to people. Immerse yourself, get the books, listen to the podcasts, look online, find a support group, find a mentor, get a coach, get a therapist, immerse yourself. And I'm not telling people to do anything I didn't do. I went to treatment 35 years ago. And for the next three years, I was 100% immersed. So that I learned the, the foundation of what I would needed to maintain the commitment to do the things for the next 35 years, one day at a time, one hour at a time, 1% a day, right? Progress. Right. And you know what I, what I love about you, and you've talked about this before, is that all those things you learn, excuse me, I have terrible allergies today, people, so I apologize right up front. And um, but that one thing that you do is that you live it in your lifestyle now, in your home life every day. The things mm -hmm. you learn, the things that you believe from all those years ago are part of your day-to-day -day living, just like you were talking about all of us doing, right? Absolutely. It is. It is. And it's that calendar too. So, you know, set aside that time for that meal planning, save yourself a lot of headache, and you will be walking the walk. And you just have to walk this walk one day at a time. You don't have to think about 35 years later. Today, you follow your schedule. Today, you eat and take your vitamins and drink the water and do some movement. Just today. Okay. So hold on. We will be back in just a moment and we'll look at a few more very specific ways that you can immerse yourself in walking the walk. Don't go any. Bariatric surgery success is thrilled to partner with New Hope Girls, women empowering women. They offer a discount to our community. Code transform to save 15% and celebrate our shared commitment to transformation. Shop their beautiful bags at newhopegirls.com. So Dr. Connie, from my nutrition perspective, here's what it's like when you're talking the talk, walking the walk, and immersing yourself into your lifestyle. 
you're, you tell others to drink water and you and to take their supplements, but then you do it yourself because the need for fluids and bariatric supplements, it's not going away. It's part of the lifetime, lifestyle, science-smart bariatric way of eating. You focus on learning what this bariatric lifestyle is all about, why it matters to your body, instead of jumping from diet to diet, such as keto to intermittent fasting, that science shows us do not work well in your situation. So Dr. Connie, more specific ways in the mental health arena that you can immerse and walk the walk to help people get started right now when they're saying, give me some specifics. Okay, absolutely. So you start with the word I'm committed and you remind yourself on a daily basis and throughout the day, you use the word, I made a commitment. And when I make a commitment, I'm accountable for following through. So use words and find a phrase, make a mantra it's what I do. That's my mantra. It's what I do. Whether I feel like it or not, it's what I do. So, Oh, I like that. Mantra is a very specific thing. And then learn to say no to yourself. We have to set boundaries with ourselves. So it doesn't matter if we want this or that, or if we don't want to exercise, or if we don't want to meal prep, Part of adulting, and you have to do a lot of adulting as a post-op, is setting boundaries with yourself. We talk all about that. You and I have talked about it. <laughs> I have to bring this back up. I love it. So somebody might be going, did she just say do a lot of adulting? Would you just elaborate just a tad on that? <laughs> yes. Adulting means you do the things you need to do to live the life you say you want. And it's whether you feel like it or not. That's the, that's the rub there. You know, I, I want to get a paycheck, so I go to work. I want to learn to play the guitar, so I put in the practice. I want to keep the weight off, so I follow Dr. Susan and I follow her advice every day. So it's the doing of what it takes to get where you want to be, whether you feel like it or not, and getting rid of excuses. That's another specific. Own your so excuses. When you think about the new year, and immersing yourself for success in the science-smart bariatric lifestyle, what have we missed? What else should we know that's your takeaway that's top of mind? Well, you can boost your commitment abilities by following through. Get yourself what you need. If you are are motivated, you want to keep this weight off, but you struggle with the follow through, then hire a certified, certified bariatric coach who will help you with your goals, who will help you with the accountability. There is a lot of information out there. And like you say in your intro, Susan, it matters where you get your dietary information. It matters where you get your mental health information. It matters where you get your medical attention. So find a certified bariatric coach. Find a licensed dietitian who has not a year of experience in bariatrics, but many years 
of experience because you can have the college education, but without working in this field for a while, it might not be the best information. So find qualified people, attend your support groups, make those appointments with your dietitian if you need additional, hire a certified personal trainer, preferably one who works with bariatric patients because there is a difference. Get therapy. Have a mentor who has been out of surgery five, six, 10, 15 years and, and who is doing well, who is walking that walk. This will help you ensure continued commitment so that you live the goals that motivated you to get the surgery in the first place. As always, thank you so much. Oh, good information to start off the new year. I appreciate you being here today. I am grateful. And you and I are passionate that uh, the people with whom we are privileged to work get the best that they can get because we are rooting for you every step of the way. You bet we are. And remember, it's not about motivation now or next year. It's about immersing yourself in a science-smart bariatric lifestyle for the long haul with you driving the bus and having the control. So think about the new year. Think about what you might need to tweak so you truly walk the walk. You can do this and we will be with you because remember, you are worth it. Bariatric Surgery Success with Dietitian Dr. Susan Mitchell is produced and owned by Practicalories, LLC. All rights reserved. Remember, the content provided on this podcast is for information purposes only and doesn't create a patient-provider relationship. It's intended to provide reference material and is not designed to provide medical advice. Please consult your healthcare provider regarding any medical issues you have relating to symptoms, conditions, diseases, diagnosis, treatments, and side effects. Podcast guests express their own opinions, experience, and conclusions, which do not necessarily reflect or agree with the host, Dr. Susan Mitchell, or Practicalories, LLC.